Hello and welcome to We're Listening, the podcast all about Frasier. I'm Will. I'm Key. And this week we're looking at Season 3, Episode 19, Crane vs. Crane, in which Frasier and Niles find themselves on opposite sides of the room in a court of law when asked to represent an eccentric old man. Key, didn't know what to ask you this week, so I've gone very specific. Are you a fan of model trains? And I don't mean do you collect them, do you appreciate the hobby? Because it's a very big one. That is very specific. It is. I was not expecting that. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I've never collected model trains. I don't think I, I ever think will. you had, yeah. I, I respect model trains to the extent that someone has done it really, really well. and they've, it, Which is to say that they put probably far, far too much money into it and it looks phenomenal. It's I a respect, very expensive hobby, yeah. I respect that level of devotion, yeah. Mm, um, yeah. I don't ever see myself having a model train. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, not, I'm not a sort of person for whom antiquing is a verb. <laughs> <laughs> training is a verb <laughs> um i mean I, I'm, I'm exactly with you i don't think i'd ever collect them myself but like if i was around someone's house and they showed me it i would be yeah. completely sincerely into it i'd be like this yeah. just looks awesome um, i've said a million times i made the little christmas village when i used to work at the garden center um i know a family friend has got like an amazing train set in their in their loft um yeah, there's just and there's a place you used to go in town back, like you know, when you when you first start going to town with your friends on your own, you know, on the weekends, getting the train on your own, that kind of thing. We just obviously hit up the same shops every time. It was just like the classic, like thirteen year olds just wandering around, and we'd go to this uh, place called Model Zone, uh, which doesn't, it's not there anymore, I don't think. And it was exactly what it sounds like. It's a place for those kind of hobbyists to go, and they would have a model town, um, a little model village with a train set, like a perspex display case. It, I just we just would stare at it for like five minutes. It was just the best. And then at I, Christmas, they'd like they put snow on it and make it Christmassy. And uh, I, I love the idea of your parents like when you're going out, getting your independence, going out with friends <laughs> for the first time of the weekend, like Jackie will be all right. But he do drugs. What he do this? And then, and then cut screen to you and your friends is like, oh, that's a pretty cool train. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what if he's doing a line and it's just me looking at a line of track? <laughs> That is just, yeah, it was it was the nerdiest thing. And none of us collected them, but like, it was just, yeah, it was just the best. So, <laughs> there you go. Listeners, if there's anyone out there who enjoys model trains or, or miniatures of any kind, because we do have a friend, Preston, over at the Fraser Project, who is very much into Fraser-related miniatures. Um, if you haven't seen the Fraser Project, go and look for it on Facebook. Um, are you ready to jump into Drivy Corner this week, Key? I, I feel like I'm already there, mate. I you feel like you're already there. That is because, listeners, I've just edited out the fact that I went straight into the review and forgot to do Trivia Corner yet again. So we've been sent in some questions, as usual, by Corey, Hamish and their gang. So question numero uno, Key, from Hammy this week. What happened to the cat? Didn't uh, Harlow try and put his trousers on the cat? Yes, yes, he did. Yeah, he did yes, yeah. he did. <laughs> what are you, have you ever seen like that debate about like a bit like a, a, how a horse or a cow would wear trousers? Are you? A, do you think it would wear like one on each leg up oh, to the it, waist, or just or like, the like, back two legs, or, or the back two over the rear? I think I'm on back two over the rear. I think I'm back two over the rear. Yeah, mm. I feel like that's the back. <laughs> that's, I don't know. It needs to cover up his modesty, you know. Yeah, and at least I mean, you're yeah. doing that. You're covering up the the bum, and you know. The, the particulars so and the, uh, the particulars the particulars <laughs> okay question two key how many times in the courtroom does harlow say tickets please nice question oh okay this is a nice one hammer so is it does it have to be both words tickets please or does he because i feel like he was tickets please tickets tickets please something like that so mm-hmm. would that count as two or three 
because he would technically say... Why don't say, you take a stab? At... <laughs> <laughs> Go with your gut here, because I, okay. you're, you, you might get it. I feel that he goes, tickets, please, tickets, tickets, please. So is he asking for tickets, please, twice, but he asked for tickets three times? You're sounding a lot like, I went to Princeton right now. Key, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is three. So three. correct, you've got a point there. Well played, well deduced, um, because the fact you could remember how many times he says that is insane. Oh, I don't know if that's right. That's in my head, that's probably how he said it. No, so I'm sure, I'm sure, could be I'm completely sure. Wrong. Got you the answer, so. Uh, what classic book is the title of this episode a parody of? I didn't, I didn't even realise this was a book, I just know the film. I know the. Is it Kramer versus Kramer? Have you seen Kramer versus Kramer? I have not. No. I haven't I, either. But here it's I, a, a classic. Yeah, and it's, it's obviously it's parodied. I think quite a lot in American sitcoms of this time. I think well, Seinfeld, the Simpsons, done it in some I, way. I'm or? sure that the Simpsons. I think have parodied it as a title of an episode. I think. Yeah, I mean Seinfeld makes perfect sense because you've got Cosmo Kramer. Yeah. Um. So yeah, spot on. So that's three out of three for Hammy Key. Really good stuff. And I've got two more from Missy Crane and Run for Your Life for this batch. So Missy Crane, what was the name of Daphne's great aunt? It was her great aunt Beryl. Oh wow! Four yeah. out of five. She, was it? She was. Um. She lost her eyesight in. Was it her? She lived to her nineties, but she lost her eyesight in her seventies and her balance in her eighties. Yeah, not, not a great life for so, Beryl. We uh, just had. We just added plasters when we needed to, but she'd uh, always tell you how she got the cuts. So. We just propped her up. Um. What does Harter East Shondor neighbor roughly translate to? I believe this is probably terrible German pronunciation. But can I, I can is, hear that again, please? This is what Niall says. I think when he's quoting yeah. Wagner. Um. Okay. Can, can I hear it again, please? Yeah, of course. Ha, uh, East Shondor neighbor. Oh, that was a good pronunciation. Yeah, that was not a second though. time round. Not got bad there. Okay, bad. I think ha literally means ha. I think the person is laughing at them. Ha, ha, <laughs> ha. Um, East been Sean. I feel like that's something like um, he is a maybe like, or you are a. Um, and what's the last what's the last word again? Uh, the neighbor. The, like, it's K K N A B E. It's probably Deneb or Denab. Denab. Um, yeah. Germans tend to have like two syllables when I would think it's one. So I think it's probably neighbor or Narba. Okay. I'm like going to go with, with apps. The only word I can say in German is Fumpf, which is five. Fumpf. Um, and I only know that from the song. Um, Eins, zwei, drei, vier, Fumpf. That's five in German. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> The real um, cosmopolitan vibe on the uh, podcast today. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say, as a great shot, just stab in the dark. Ha, you are a fool. Actually, it is, oh, he is beautiful, or, <laughs> oh, the boy is handsome. Either would have worked. But you oh, were thinking a... he is A, or he is something. Yeah. So you weren't a million miles away, but beautiful, not a fool. But uh, oh, well. you, maybe you're just a beautiful fool. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, four out of five is not bad going at all. Lay your questions on me, good sir. Okay, so question number one. Hit me. Technically, we can suppose that um, we hear the name of two callers who have called into the show at the start oh, of the episode. Shit. Although we only actually hear one of them on air. Hmm. What are the name of those two callers? Oh my God, it's the people Roz is speaking to. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a man and a woman. Um. Oh my god! As a clue, we both get we get the first name of both, and they yeah. both have the same initial. Really? Yeah, it starts with the same letter. Does it begin with an R? No. No. Can you tell me what it begins with? Um. Would it give I it think, away? It might. 
I, I could I would say that both of them are actually nicknames that I would I would be surprised if this was their full name for both either of them on their birth certificate. Is the man Bob? No, but you're very close. Really? Yeah. It, I, this... I, I was thinking Bob and Robert. Um, no, but you're very close. Very close with Bob. Yeah, very, very close. Rob? No. That's the same away. name, you're Will. Getting, you're going further away. Um, oh, tell me, Gary. Okay, what would be a suitable nickname for you? Will. Not quite Bill. Well. Bill, it's Bill. Bill, Bill, and <laughs> okay, and it's someone with the same initial for the woman. Oh, Bill and Betty. No, oh, well, you're close uh, again. You're very uh, close. First three letters there are right. Bet. What? Just tell me. Beth. Beth. Oh. Beth and Bill, probably Beth. Elizabeth and William. There you go. <laughs> I, 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 do I give off Bill vibes to you in any way? You don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think. I think maybe because we're young. Maybe if I met you when you were fifty. True, but then I think like you know, it's not like oh, Bill, Bill Weasley. He was pulling it off as a teenager, so you know, where's my Weasley? Yeah, we child? were introduced to him as Bill. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. And I, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I just don't really see you as a Bill. I don't think I've got Bill vibes. Um, my next door neighbor is William, but he he goes by Bill, and he has huge Bill vibes. Does so. it? Just it's a different world, you know. There's there's a lot going on in the William, uh, the universe. Do you ever feel like just introducing yourself to someone with a completely different, like, hi, call me Bill, just to tr- test it out? Someone you're not that close to, you can just test it out with, see how it goes. Partly yes, because if they, for someone who then stayed in my life in some capacity, it would be hilarious to see them sincerely call me in front of others, <laughs> and everyone would be like, "What did you just call him?" And then they would look like an idiot. Um, though, I would assume that they're calling you Will, and I just mishear every time. I'm yeah, like, the guy pronounces Will so. Weird. Wow, it must be German. <laughs> um, it's really weird as well because obviously my name is a really common word used anyway in English in common day. But like I yeah. don't. If you just say something like oh, I, I will do that or I will do that, I I've just trained. I don't flag that at all. I don't wow. hear when people say will. Yeah. Not in the context of using my name. See when people say to me, oh yeah, I just need to. Have you got the key? And I look what. Yeah, what well, that? Yeah, slightly I'm less relevant. common. I need to respond. <laughs> Please, someone needs me. It's like a bat signal for you. Just a, just a big key against the clouds. Um, okay, let's let's head over to MK's and his. Uh, his do, you, do you want questions two and three? I'd love questions two and three. <laughs> wow, I'm really on the ball today. Can you tell we haven't recorded in a week? Um, I know, honestly, the routine has gone out the window. As the structure's gone. God. Okay, question number two, and you will get this because I think you've already said it. Um, oh what, shit. Okay. Okay. What opera will, did they? What opera did they listen to? It was the most, the most something performance of Wagner I've seen this season. Um, yeah, I, I just had I Wagner. I, yeah. I, um... I'm, be, I'm being, a, I'm being a knob by reading out the whole quote. <laughs> but yeah, Wagner. Okay, Wagner. final question. I'll be impressed mm. if you get this. Okay. Who does Niles quote in this episode right at the end? Uh. Is it Herodotus or someone else? Yes, it is Herodotus. Well yeah, done. Yeah, baby. And do you know the quote? Um, oh, it's something about man and circumstance, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's, um, I think it's, um, it's either, um, it's like circumstance a, it, rule men and men do not rule circumstance or the other way around. There you go. I think that's called a, a chiasmus when you have like one part and then you subvert it with the other part. I think we've talked about oh. that on, a, you know, like Kennedy, like ask not what you can do for your country, ask what your country can do for you, but yeah. it's the other way around. Um, there you go. Well, so there thank, we go. Thank you, Key. We got through your questions eventually <laughs> because I, you know, keep forgetting. And did you get three out of three though? I think you did. 
Oh, well, you kind of did. I between didn't get Beth the names. I didn't get the names. What was the first question again? The names. Or what was the second question? Oh, Wagner oh, and Herodotus. Okay, <laughs> I got two out of three. My brain today. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay. During the courtroom scene, what is the name of the rail line that Harlow invents? And what are its four stops? I love this question, oh. Corey. And I also think I could maybe take a, a, a 50% stab at this. Um, I can remember the stops, I think. I can remember a couple of the stops. I don't remember the name of the the train. So I'm a bit of a Pacific Northwest it, geography nerd. So. Tacoma. Yeah. Salem. Yeah. And the, Portland are yeah. three of the stops. Is there's, there any more stops? There's one more, and it, it's probably not going to be much help if unless you're a Washington State nerd like me, but it's in Washington because Portland, unless there's a Portland in Washington as well, I don't think there is. Portland's in Oregon. Um and so Salem, um, but Tacoma and this other city or town are in Washington. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. That is in Canada. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is Olympia. Olympia. Um, and it's, do you want to take a stab what it's called? It's not like particularly outlandish. It's quite a pedestrian name for a, for a train line. Okay, okay next question is... Because obviously we generally just call trains like, oh, East Coast trains, West Coast trains. Like that's Virgin, isn't it? It's just like, it's now East or West Coast trains, I think. So go, on, imagine... go down that roll of... Is, is Oregon, what, what part is it? North, South, East or West the, Oregon? We're looking, Washington, Oregon are top left. It's the Pacific Northwest. Um, okay, so is, I'm going to go with... That isn't a clue. Okay, I'm going to say West Coast trains... You'd be fifty percent there. It's the Coast Express. Oh, Coast Express. Um, I do like when trains have like actually good names. Like, there's a great Cormac McCarthy play called The Sunset Limited. Um, because a lot of trains are called something and then limited at the end. Um, he's the guy who wrote The Road and and mm. shit like that. Um, big fan of his. Uh, what was the page number of the newspaper article mentioning Niles? Page thirty-two. Oh my god. Oh, right next to the sports pages. Very, very good, Key. Yeah. Very good indeed. Um, oh, what's this here? Challenge rating high. I'm excited. Oh, okay. No. There is a very specific connection between the Safford family and Maris's family, based yes. on a detail we learn about Harlow in this episode and yes. a perception of the truth we learn about Maris's family in a future episode. Can Key identify it? I'm pretty um, sure I know this. Oh my god, I, th I think I, I might have got this. I actually want to add another level to this because there is another couple, Stephanie and Stephanie's husband, whose name I can't remember, who I yeah. think would also come in this category. They made their money in timber. In their case, it really does grow on trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well played, Key. Um, and the, obviously the little adage as well is, um, the little addendum rather to this answer is that obviously it's only true of the Saffords because Maris is actually urinal cakes we find yeah. out much later on in the series but yes spot bloody on that is top notch okay top notch um okay trivia from hot house orchid what descriptors does harlow use to describe his son i think this is when he's speaking to phrase oh, is it where phrase should describe something goes oh he would describe it like that the, is it like the pompous little weenie or something like that pompous weenie and then there's another one which is is, is more broad it's not as specific an insult as that um, it's one you you would you would use to describe someone in the news, kind of or something. You know, it's quite a common phrase. In the news, like... no, you, you might just see someone on the news and think, "God, they're such a." It just I, 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 that's a weird 
red herring. Forget I said the nose. It's just a common. It's a common phrase you would use. Um, I don't know why. I'm just thinking like a self-obsessed. Oh God, you're so close. Oh no. Oh my God, you're so close. So I was thinking like, oh, he he, he would think that he only cares about the money. He's self-obsessed. Mm-hmm. I don't know it. I don't. Self-righteous. Oh, self-righteous. Oh my God, you're so close. And basically like. 50% there anyway, so unlucky there. Finally, Key, from Niall Crane to see out Trivia Corner this week. In the court, there are two flags behind the judge. One is the American flag, but what colour is the flag in the other? And can Key identify the words on the flag, some of which are hidden by the furl for a bonus point? Oh, I've got no idea. Um, is it like... Is it Okay, I'm going to apologise to all American listeners here for my absolute lack of knowledge. Is Seattle a state? Uh, Seattle is in Washington. Okay, I think it's a the Washington State flag because I think you, you would have the, like, the region's flag. Spot on. But I don't remember actually seeing the flag at all. That's purely no, just a doctrine. Neither so I do don't... I actually. Um, so I, I, yeah, I would guess it would be the regional jurisdictions flag, which in this instance would be Washington. But I don't know the colours. Yep. So the words. I... It, it, sorry, you say. I was going to say, is that how many? Co- uh, most flags tend to have three colours, don't they? Four. This is a a quad coloured flag. Okay, I'm going to go with red, green. Yellow and blue. Those famous colours. Three out of four. Really? Green, blue, yellow, and the colour that goes with everything, black. Um, (laughs) And the words, the seal of the state of Washington, 1889. So there you go. You you, you knew it was the Washington flag. You you worked that out. Um, I mean, I would have gone with the Seattle state flag as you're not pointing me in the right direction. I mean, it's if you don't, you're not a weird American geography nerd like me. He spends all his time looking at small towns, so um, worry not. But thank you, everyone who wrote in this week. Some cracking questions there. Um, the, you know, a bit of a muddle getting through them all because I keep trying to jump around. But uh, we got there in the end. Shall we jump into the review, Kay? Let's do it, mate. Yeah. What was the animation watch, please, <laughs> to tell me this week? We have already done this, but why don't you do it again and pretend I've just asked you for the first time? Oh, that's a t- tricky question, that will. Um, mm. I think was it was it lightning? You're spot on, Key. Have we had this before? I feel like once or twice. I, I feel like we've had this at least once before, yeah. Um, I think so. I don't know why. I'm thinking the episode The Candidate that it might mm. have been this. I could be completely wrong on that. I don't know why. Oh, you gotta go with your instincts, who knows? But yeah. I mean, I whenever I see this, I'm like, right, great. In the opening moments, are we going to get some rain on the balcony? Is it going to be raining? Give me some ambience, baby. There was no rain. I don't think it yeah. rained at all in this episode. So that was. It a I don't remember any rain. No. I I feel like it's foreshadowing the 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 lightning friction mm. that exists between the two brothers in this episode. Okay, okay. That's a real what stretch. You, what are you doing to me? That, that's getting cut out. Uh, <laughs> that, that is staying. That is staying. I'm going to put some music behind it. Um. I was just about to say something. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking again now, just as I talk about this, that Reddit thread about the person on on the Fraser sub that had compiled a list of all the episodes in which it rains. Um, I need to go back and dig that out again because that is just the kind of nerdy, you know, SHIT that I freaking love. Um, so more power to them. Keep doing stuff like that. Um, I want to see that. Um, just a really brief point is that I feel like I haven't seen this episode half as much as the others in this season that we've done. So like this was, I came to this quite fresh. I mean, are you similar? Yeah, I really, I remember the last scene. That is the bit that sticks. I, and like the interview with Harlow. Yeah, but other yeah. than that, I had very little recollection of most of the rest of it. And mm-hmm. it, to be honest, actually, weirdly enough, it didn't go in the direction I was expecting it to. I, I remember it being much more... I don't know, just a bit more between the back and forth between the two brothers a little bit in places. Mm. And 
And in reality, Niles is in this episode a lot less than I thought he was in it coming into it. I completely agree. Yeah. And I, I don't think this, despite the title and the premise and setup of this episode, it's not quite in the pantheon of the great sibling versus sibling episodes like Author oh. Author or The Gift Horse. Oh, I don't think this is up there with them, which is mad because, you know, it's name everything. It should be the ultimate one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I, I think maybe Reckley I mentioned this in, in Listener Mail, but like the courtroom scene tends to be, it's nowhere near as long as you think it's going to be. And no. their sparring is very, you know, Cut yeah. short, and I've, I mean, I've got huge issues about courtroom scene, but as as of I, uh, we'll, sure. we'll get to that in good time. We'll get to that. Yeah, this episode does go in a direction I really don't like. Um, yeah. I'll I'll say that much. Um, but I, I you know, generally, I've, I like the episode. But yeah, there are some flaws here. Martin enjoying junk food. It is crisps. Um, Daphne's noise, I actually find hilarious, and I know I always yeah. slag off stuff Daphne does really love this and i love the fact that martin does it later and it's even funnier when he does it because he just goes mad yeah. um credit to daphne her la 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 sound pretty good i feel like she's a decent singer if yeah she like we to know be. jane leaves can dance so i reckon she probably does have some pipes you know uh, where, is, where is martin's <laughs> his is a little bit more chaotic um you know little escaped asylum sound um are you where do you stand on junk food key you now this he's got a big bag of crisps here are, are you someone who enjoys junk food when you're kind of just chilling in the house i eat a lot of junk i've got a dreadful diet yeah because i don't tend to sit down and eat proper meals very often yeah we know we're very well aware of how bad your diet is (laughs) i I, I generally tend to just supplement my diet with junk food because it's quick and easy so name some like name kind of top three junks for you (laughs) i mean i'll have a bag of crisps um what what kind of crisps you go for in in there i've got um a a cheap off-brand version of orcas what's the brand snack right yeah, it's snack, right? They, yeah. they do a job, man. They do a um, job. And I've also got, because I got them as a bit of a treat, a bag of frazzles. Oh, frazzles. wow. Yeah, I used to like, have them all the time. They are not chip a, sticks. They, they are not at all filling in any way, but they no, taste good. They're not. Um, yeah. And they're they're crisps all... you go to, really? Well, I love crisps. I might have a bar of chocolate. Um mm. Again, no, it's all the other, it's like Titan and Jive bars. Are you is... like, are you still a big dairy milk caramel fan? I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say no to a dairy milk caramel. I feel, for right some now. reason, I associate you massively with dairy milk caramel. Maybe you had that a lot in, in as a kid in, in school. The lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> in the lunchbox, I was raiding daily at school. If, if I ever open a club, um, it, there's, there's, two choices it's either going to be called kiki's boom boom room because that's just a great name or the lunchbox the lunchbox i actually think in in the town where we went to school there is like an old a kind of a greasy spoon called the lunchbox is that um or, or some similar or the snack box it might be the snack box um never been in there but um you know i don't want salmonella but, but you've you know, been in the lunchbox plenty of times I've, I've, been in, I've been in your lunchbox <laughs> not a euphemism many times um, <laughs> okay um fraser and niles coming in now after after the kind of great setup about he hates annoying noises and they're singing Wagner. Just this is hilarious to me. And then like Nars's delivery of the German, like this is funny, but it's also so cringy. And I think yeah. like we don't get a lot of cringe humor on Fraser. Like that's not its shtick. Um, so when it does come, it is really like I was like, oh man, I hate this, but also it's funny. Like is that what you were like? Yeah, you, it's a bit cringy, but you can tell that they're just enjoying the moment a little they're bit. They're really just, into it, aren't they? They're just having fun. And I quite like that. I like the fact that they've sort of let go. They've let cut loose a little bit for them. Yeah, for sure. Um, little pop quiz question for you here, Key. How long do you imagine they were at the opera based on 
um, the episode Roz in the Doghouse, when Frasier mentions he's going to Wagner and he says to Roz, he basically gives her a time frame of not to call him because of how long Wagner is typically. Oh, I do not remember that at all. I would guess. To, he says, uh, call me in X amount of hours. Actually, better make it Y. It's Wagner. I would say my instinct was four hours. Um, hmm. But now I'm thinking it should be longer because it's Wagner. Um, I was going to say four. Go I'm going to up it to five. It was four. Oh, it was four. He says, call me in three hours, better make it four, it's Wagner. And then he says, oh, and I've got that early morning squash game. Like, Call me anytime after four o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, really cosy in the apartment at, at night. I always love it when it's nighttime in there. They're all kind of just milling around. They're getting sherry and just, they're all in a good mood other than, other than Martin's not really in a great mood, but I'm thinking a little bit later when he's trying to watch the boxing um, yeah. and he's in a really bad mood then. And I don't I, like it. I didn't even know it was boxing season. And my <laughs> boxing season comes but once a year. Um, but yeah, just so cozy. Love them all kind of milling about and chilling here. And Niles isn't being super horny for Daphne here. Like he's actually got other things on his mind, which is quite nice because it sometimes wears a little bit thin. Like, you know, Niles does have a life. He doesn't literally just sit around thinking about Daphne. Um, did you notice anything about Frasier this episode, or I should say Kelsey Grammer this episode? Because there's a big thing going on here, and I, I'm amazed we haven't talked about it yet, but maybe maybe this glossed over for you. There's something different about him. I am, I am adamant he has got a cold in this episode. Oh, His voice is completely different. If you go, if you listen to some of the deliveries, honestly, throughout the whole episode, his voice is really like cracked and dry. There was um, one point when he spoke that I thought it was very, it was deeper than usual. But I just yeah. thought that was his famous, like dredging it up. And... He, he does have a couple of those moments in this episode, but there's a there's a bit when he says, um, "Dad, we've already we've already earmarked your things. We're going to give them to charity." If you go back and listen to the line, "Give your things to charity," you can really hear he has a cold. But then when he's at KACL as well speaking, it's it's clear as day. Um, so I just, I, I just, I did it, not pick up on that at all. No. It's really, I wouldn't, I'd love to if listeners did. Um, and if you didn't, please go back and listen and just tell me I'm not going crazy because I'm, 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 I put my house on it. Um, that's how much it sounds like to me. Will, who uh, famously does not own a house, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't own a house. Um, <laughs> but I so, put it on it. <laughs> it's a win win. You know, I win someone else's house. <laughs> um, Niles now tells them all about, uh, he's, he's representing Safford. Martin knows about this. Yeah. Is this because they're kind of, high society rich yeah i mean stuff. niles says i'm sure you're all familiar with the case that's been in the papers recently so hmm. um it's clearly it's made the news i imagine that um mr safford was he must have been like a very famous low bit of a local celebrity by virtue of being a very big businessman yeah um and i reckon and that's why it's made the papers because i feel like just generally if you run a business and there's questions over your capacity it's mm. not usually front page news yeah no i completely agree um safford traveled on a box car across wyoming here kind of living the beat life um yeah. would you would you ever do that for a sense of adventure because that is like a real real staple of like mid 20th century american counterculture like you know yeah. all the beats did it it's kind of yeah I can definitely see why he's done it. I wouldn't be automatically like, oh my goodness, that's that's insane. Why why would you do that? I, I think that I, there's definitely a sense of adventure to it. I don't know how dangerous it is as a thing, mm. um, but it seems that it's it seems like an adventurous thing to do. I think, oh, oh yeah, there's a real appeal to it for me. Um, you know, 
how well I'd fare in a, you know, a boxcar full of like, you know, vagrants who, who know what they're doing and have been on the streets for years. And then here I am some, you know, upper working class, you know, bloody English lit poetry reader like, <laughs> jumping on saying, oh, boys, we're going on an adventure. Like, you know, yeah. you're also going to get beaten to death. This reminds me, boys, of the episode Crane versus Crane. <laughs> 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 Did any of you read Kerouac? <laughs> get on the train. Get on the train. Um, so we now have this like really, really like just strange anecdote about Niles and and the the orchestra he was in. Or can you remember what he says at this point? Yeah, because, I mean, he, he basically he's all happy. He, he's upset that um, Mr. Safford called him Sparky. And and Fraser points out, oh, you've always wanted a nickname. Do you remember you wanted the youth orchestra, the string section of the youth orchestra, to call you Rocky? What a weird nickname to want. Why does he want? What's Rocky got to do with it all? No, there's no. Also, that's that's a second boxing reference. This uh, this this episode. That's true. Do you reckon that's because the tune to Rocky? That's is that largely played on like a string section of an orchestra? <sighs> it is a lot of brass. Okay, might well, be yeah, brass. Yeah, like the, <laughs> that's all brass, yeah. you know. Um, so I don't know because he he mentions a lot of brass here because he talks about the spit valve. Um, he, like yeah. he he chided some woman, Tiffany, oh, yeah. I think, or Tilly, Tilly Faraday, apparently. Tilly Faraday, um, because she didn't she didn't empty her spit valve, which is just disgustingly <laughs> graphic. But um, I mean, I love brass and like wind instruments. Like I, the saxophone, I think is a is a wind instrument, but I would love. To have a fucking saxophone and, and yeah. learn how to play. Well, there was no it need looked, to swear then, but I, was. Love <laughs> I love saxophones. <laughs> I, um, I just feel like they're so they'd be really really difficult to play. I don't know why. It just it strikes me anything where you have to actually blow is quite a tricky tricky little thing to do. I think it's an a, probably an amazing instrument to sound terrible on. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I think. Yeah, I, I think I feel like the. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Obviously, guitar and piano, two things I kind of mess about with. I can't really yeah. play them in any in any kind of great way. Um, you can I think play the, piano. I, I wouldn't say. Uh, you ish, can. You ish. can. And you can play guitar. What? Ish. Like, ish. Oh, <laughs> listeners, Will is being modest here. Will no, is, no, get um, out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Here's my saxophone. <laughs> um, I think piano is probably the, the the best instrument to like not sound terrible at because like. Yeah. You know, you can kind of just play a few things, and nine times out of ten, it's gonna it's gonna be a chord in some way. Um, a guitar, I, th- I actually find the guitar is a lot harder to play, um, which is weird because the guitar is like the most commonly played instrument, and ninety percent of people on the street would probably tell you a piano is harder to play. Um, I agree. I think guitars are harder than piano. The thing is, with with guitars, whenever I've tried to just have a little play on a guitar, I always. I had to have to do it every single day. Otherwise I forget it if I leave it yeah. a couple of days and then I'm right yeah. back to square one again. But I think when you get to a certain age, mm. the, I think it's, it's, it's fine to try and learn piano as an adult um, because of it, because it's not quite as loud as other things. Whereas mm. if you're, you know, in your thirties and you're trying to do, you know, jingle, jingle, look, jingle, jingle, twinkle, twinkle, little twinkle, star twinkle. On, a, on a saxophone. Yeah. The neighbors are like, this ain't cute. If you were five, this would be cute. This isn't cute, mate. Yeah, what are you I'm, doing? I'm, we're moving. <laughs> um, yeah, no, completely agree. It's like drums as well. Like anyone who listens, who plays the drums, I've got massive respect for you because it is like an it's essential instrument and like bands around the world need drummers. A drum on its own, like a drum set on its own or a drum solo, Unless you are a massive drum nerd, they are not enjoyable for anyone because mm. it's just like there's no there's no notes. There's no like you know at least with like a guitar or a piano or something. It's making yeah. notes. It's like just 
a drum is just noise to me. It is, it is, yeah. Like it's 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 there to set the beat of other instruments. Um, so uh, drums, like living next to a drummer, would be truly worse than next to a bad saxophone player. Um, in my opinion, I but, feel this is a reality TV show that we should get behind. Just I would be. We're gonna put a family next to a uh, the a musicians next player. door. <laughs> um, we could so do that. Um, so yeah, Martin. Martin now does his call to Eddie to get Eddie to run away. Um, just an amazing setup does? when he's like, oh, he does, yeah. He's like, so, you're, gonna, oh, yeah. you're gonna put me in a home if I do something screwy, and then just starts going. <laughs> just so so good. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've just kind of made a stupid note here. Basically, because I was really hung up on the fact that Kelsey has definitely got a cold here. Um, yeah. There's a, a a really famous American journalist that wrote for the New York Times and the New York and stuff called Gator Lees. Um, he's really famous for an article he wrote called Frank Sinatra Has a Cold. Um, and it's like, it just it just won loads of awards and kind of launched his career. I've never actually read it in its entirety, but I'm, I'm going to after because I was reminded from this. So I just thought... If we if we named the podcast episodes after something other than the title, Fraser Crane has a cold. It's just like perfect, perfect. But that's wasted. That's not going to get used. So I had to oh, mention well. it on air because otherwise, <laughs> it, it only exists on this word document that I'll never open again. Um, <laughs> I mean, we well, could you could call the episode of this just um, Crane versus Crane brackets. Fraser Crane, Fraser has, Crane a cold. has a cold. Or maybe I can squeeze it into the description somehow. Yeah. Um, give myself a bit of license there. Um, this the, who's this? Who's the lawyer that comes to KCL now? So I really struggled. I think it's John. Is it Giroux? I think. G- G- yeah, Giroux or something. Giroux, yeah, it's something like that. I wasn't well, a bit quite... like Olivier Giroux. I that's think. how I'm in my head. That's how I'm. I'm spelling it. Yeah, I don't know if that, I, I assume that's not correct, but yeah, in my head, that's how I'm. I'm reconciling it. I think that's it. I really like this guy. Um, got a real vibe, and he he is a, a very good lawyer. But Mister Safford only only goes after the best, as he tells us. Um, a good line from Frazier. He says, "You know, my dad thinks burial is a form of age discrimination." Yeah. Um, that's fun. Um, but yeah, I just I just really like this guy. Um, and he's he's very smooth talking. He's kind of exactly like Frazier in that he can smooth talk someone around to what he wants. Um, and Roz speaking to to. Beth saying, "Get a detective now." Yes, there's yeah, a lot it. happening in this if, KACL. So. If you if you try and confront him and talk to him, he'll only cover his tracks. He will. So, I get mean, a detective. It's, it's <laughs> getting a detective is so severe, but I I think I don't know. I think oh, you're people, on, you're on you're in agreement with Ros on this, are you? I'm not, but I think I am in agreement with what Ros has said in previous episodes. Where I think if if you start to get the doubt. I don't know. Like, oh well, that's so cynical. It is, but you know the person you're with, don't you? And like, you just, you know, I mean, and I mean serious doubt. I don't mean like, oh, they were out late one night. Like, I mean, like, imagine like they're staying late suddenly every every night after work for two weeks. Then you start thinking, uh oh. Um, but yeah, maybe that's just maybe it's because I'm a Scorpio, mate. <laughs> a jealous type. I mean, I'm a Scorpio. And you I'm, are. I'm not going down. Are you not street. a jealous person? Would you say? I'm. I'm fairly. I'm a trusting person generally. Really? You're I not mean, a very good Scorpio, mate. <laughs> We're meant to be jealous and brave. I mean, I am brave. You know, I'm brave. <laughs> I, I did not forget you're a Scorpio, okay, man. I mean, you, you regularly point out that our birthdays are in close proximity. They so. are a week <laughs> following. Listeners, tell us just our sign, please. We'd love to know. Um, I re okay. So, 
Frasier agrees to go meet Stafford now. I really don't like Fred Frasier says, how often does he play with his trains? And he says it in a... He just As implies... If it, it's like, if you play with trains at your age and he clearly doesn't have capacity. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, implying that that just betray some kind of mental deficiency to have a hobby like that. I was like, yeah. Fraser is not that small-minded. He's a doctor for, you know, for crying out loud. So he just wouldn't, he wouldn't make those assumptions. I just thought it was really short-sighted and strange. Um, yeah. yeah. And I have character. some concerns about John Giroux here. When he says, oh, he just plays it on the weekends when he gives rides to underprivileged children. Is he lying here? Because, you know, Mr. Safford does seem to like his train. That, yeah because he shouldn't be lying he should not be lying i feel like he's telling the truth but like his start this is something that happened historically like he used yeah. to do that obviously over the last few months he's losing you know because does do you reckon Giroud genuinely believes he is fine and then in the courtroom he like frazier realizes oh safford actually is possibly i see i have a different demented. view to both both frazier and niles in this in this episode you what, Terry? I have a different view to both Fraser and Niles. In this really? Episode. What's your it, view? Well, you see, in our certainly, I, I can't speak from Okinawa. In English law, capacity is fact and time and fact specific. So you could have capacity on a Tuesday and not have it on a Thursday. But could you have it again on the Friday? Yeah. 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 It, it, it all capacity all comes down to the specific decision that you are making and the time that you are making it. Wow. So if he has lucid moments, then it can be quite tricky to actually establish if he has capacity or not. So is that and... like is is that kind of thinking good for people who try who like kill someone and then try to claim they're insane to get away with it? Does, does that line of thinking about well, well, does that kind of stop that from happening too much, or is it actually the other way around? Oh well, that's a, a wholly different thing, really. Because I mean, we're looking at capacity here in a very civil context of whether someone has the ability to make decisions for themselves. Yeah. Whereas under English law, the defence of insanity. I mean, I used to know it, but I'd, obviously, I don't. I haven't looked in a very long time. It's a it's a very different. Um, approach and test um, hmm. but yeah capacity is fact specific in, in effect which is why I find it strange that they take a very oh here he is either insane or he's not and it's, yeah, it's quite, very black or white isn't it yeah and it's it's not that clear cut really yeah no I completely agree so uh, a funny moment when he puts the red hat on Frazier and he's like oh it does feel quite fun doesn't it like not, <laughs> not on you, um, not on you. <laughs> that's how I feel because I look silly in pretty much every kind of hat um so not a hat man I'll, I'll be honest with you um Safford's like deadpan after Fraser makes the electroshock therapy. Yes. Genuinely so funny. Like you just <laughs> keep staring at him with a little smirk. That just really gets me. I just really liked Harlow Safford and the, the actor I, that played him. I really like him. He's he's a genuinely like really just fun bit. He's the fun guy in this episode. He and is. just like him when he goes when you think it's gonna be cigars and it's lollipops. That's a I good just, move. I'm trying to cut down on. Lollipops. Lollipops. And, <laughs> and, and Frasier takes one. I mean... But he doesn't even... He just puts it in his pocket for later. He puts later. it in his suit pocket. I mean, that's just going to congeal or melt. Or, but I mean, I, don't, I feel like I've seen him have a lollipop at some point in if, his life. I'm going to be honest. If someone offered me a lollipop, I'd probably take it. I'm going to take it. But I wouldn't put it in my pocket. I'd just be sat there going, mm, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't had a, a Chupa Chub in so long. I used to love those. Um, I mean, other, other brands are available. We're not getting paid for this. Um... Do you agree, Key, that you've got to live out your fantasies whilst you can? Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've got to, you know, especially when, when you got to his age and you don't need to, you know, you've got plenty of money, you don't need to work. Enjoy life. Enjoy what time you got left. So... Life is just, I don't want to go down an existential wormhole here. Life is just so short. 
it's yeah. it's terrifying um and i just listen to this and i just think safford man you get on that box car to parts yeah. unknown yeah um, I, he's a genuinely really likable character in this he is, in this episode yeah. he's and i'm i'm i think the audience are behind <laughs> him i think you know they want us to think yeah he's an old man he wants to live his dreams have fun you go and do it mate you go and do it harlow yeah, and I, I think he should have more of a profound effect on Fraser a little bit. I mean, I know he does, but I think Fraser should listen to this and it should be the equivalent of Fraser just getting grabbed by the lapels and saying, look, you know, look at all the crap you worry about on a daily basis. Like, look, think of what you should be doing, which is living life, yeah. um, you know, so. Um, Niles, back at the apartment now, Niles, I didn't even know it was boxing season. It gets a very big laugh from the studio audience. Um, and I know a lot of people online like this quote. And I'll be honest, for, for a long time, I didn't quite get why it was funny, but I guess the joke is just literally that boxing happens all year round. Um, yeah, you know, so, yeah. It, it's just, yeah, obviously, obviously it seems really simple when I say it out loud, but like back in the day, I used to think, because the, the laugh is really big, it's yeah. prolonged. And I was like, I, I put, it's, it's funny, not as funny as the audience make no, it No, that's what think. gets me a little bit. So whenever it's weird, because I'm very tuned into the, how they use studio laughter. So like if, if a joke laugh goes on a slightly too long, I start saying, second guessing myself and thinking is there another layer to that that i've missed or another pun or um so yeah that yeah, it's just a just a funny line but martin does annoyingly a lot in this scene um he's just really curmudgeonly with his headphones on constantly screaming at them to be quiet and he does it like three times and does it again like some of us enjoy watching tv i mean that's a slightly funny line but um i don't know just i never tend to like frazier as a show when people are shouting um yeah. it's not that kind of show it's a show about let's have a coffee and sit in the quiet you know what i mean so. I, I just find it like, it doesn't bother me in the same way it does you and i get why he's being curmudgeonly because he's being annoyed by the others I just, oh it's yeah not, it doesn't it doesn't really do anything for me it doesn't advance the plot it doesn't there's no real purpose to it it's not it's, particularly funny it's so not funny is it it's just like interrupting nars and frazier who are actually like plot developing it's, it's just like yeah. they had to oh we've got to try and make this a minute longer um yeah, yeah. chucking a few lines for martin or something i didn't i didn't really get it yeah it, it does feel a bit padded um i get that um when they go to the kitchen daphne's obviously got the radio on she turns it up to play some jazz to so drown them yeah. out did this like throw you because when i was listening I, to this i thought someone had put i thought shanna put some music on and yeah. it was really like i was going stuff. through i was going through all my chrome tabs and like opening spotify thinking have i got something music playing here like yeah. it, it's really the sound mixing is really strange yeah. um i get I get it again, but again, slightly strange stylistic choice for this episode. Um, you know, I've not really got too much to say about it, but it, it was it was it was a bit odd. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I think we jumped to the courtroom now. Is there anything from back at the apartment you wanted to talk about? The only thing I find it weird is is that obviously Frazier takes on the he accepts essentially the instruction as an expert witness. Yes. Said he wouldn't do that at the start. He did say that, oh, I'm not sure I can act if it's my brother on the other side. He just, yeah. I don't, I feel like that's a, that's a quandary that should have been a more detailed conversation. It's as to a big conflict of interest. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. my concern. Um, um, so, yeah, I, I, I think maybe it's just Frazier's ego is just like, he was always going to get involved. Um, one thing I will say as well, possibly controversial, um, but you know, this episode isn't exactly like an old timer for most people. So mo maybe people will be on my side here. I do think Niles is very unlikable in this episode. Um, his in the entire performance in the courtroom, which we're about to get to, I yeah. despise um, because 
it, it fits his character. So I can't, I can't attack that. But I think maybe it's too much. Like, I know he's vain and I know he's jealous of Frasier, but it's so, like, hammed up here. Like, him leaning around Frasier to try and, like... And, the, yeah, the way he, he directs everything. Yes, Judge, was looking <laughs> at the camera. <laughs> You're welcome, Your Honour. <laughs> I mean, it's, here, that's great. It, 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 it's funny. Like, I don't want to do Niles a disservice here because everyone, we all love Niles. You can't watch Frasier and not like Niles. But, yeah, it's a bit full on in this episode. Like, by the time we get to the end when he's, like, doing his tour, I really don't care to hear it at this point because yeah. I was on Fraser's side anyway, um, as much as you can be, because I agree with what you said. Like, it's not black or white. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are times when it's obvious someone doesn't have capacity and that it's not their capacity is not going to improve. Yeah. But I feel like, given how lucid he seemed with Fraser, like, I just feel like they make it seem very black and white when actually there's not a great deal of of investigation going on. It feels like there's two men who very quickly made their minds up against each other. There's um, really not. And yeah, you're right. He's so lucid with Frasier like, that it makes like, no sense. And he doesn't, like, Frasier doesn't even ask him, like, oh, what, what assets do you own? How did, you know, where did you make, you? like, doesn't really go into any kind of discussion about his wealth or any of his financial background at it's all. It's like a five minute like, pop psych profile. Like, <laughs> let me just quickly get a vibe yeah. of you. You know, yeah. that's just Frasier. No investigation, just yeah. vibes. We've um, got a little McMuffin session. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, why does Frasier not just give him a charity? Like, is it because he's just trying to be proud and stuff? Like, you just name one. He just, says, he just says, oh, you know, I'll uh, I'll make a donation in your name to a favorite charity. He's like, oh, well, it was my honor and privilege to help you out. Why don't you pick a charity that you like? I'm like, can you just give him one? Just pick a charity. Don't make Maybe it hard Frasier for the can't guy. give him one because he can't name any because he I mean, doesn't give to charity. That is possible. Yeah, That's, that's what possible. I'm choosing to read it as because I don't I, think Fraser and Niles are particularly charitable people. No, but I have. OK, so my huge issue with this, this scene is, right, they are both instructed as expert witnesses, right? And they've known this person for like, yeah. And I mean, five minutes in Frazier's case. I would also like to know if they actually ever got the permission of the court to have expert witnesses because Frazier seemed to happen very last minute. But yeah, just leaving that to one, up. leaving that to one side. This is not how an expert witness should act in court because they are essentially just advocating. They're both being lawyers. In all, They're going to say, here. wouldn't they just get questioned by someone <laughs> else? Yeah. Most of the time, they won't even show up. They'll do it in writing and the, the, the report will just be submitted. They're just... literally walking around like they are the, the prosecution. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to uh, cite literature or reference him. <laughs> what? No, no, you shouldn't be. No, you shouldn't. Why are you talking? Of course you're not. Just sit down. They are literally sat next to the client as though they are his representation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. It's so funny to get your legal perspective on this because everything is wrong in this scene. (laughs) Maybe it's different from an American perspective, but there's no way they'd be grandstanding like Foghorn Leghorn around the front of the courtroom. It's just kind of crazy from our view. (laughs) What's going on here? I will not presume to waste the court's time. You're already wasting the court's time. Obscure literary references. Um, (laughs) I like the fact he goes and stands next to Niles and puts his hands on the table. Like, you wouldn't be allowed to like cavort with the opposition and it's just yeah there's a lot happening here a lot of it is incorrect uh niles has makeup on but it's this is medication i'm <laughs> dr, dr. Revlon. Revlon. <laughs> um your medication's rubbing off on your color the way he says that oh that's real droll isn't it it's he really, really nice. hits the lows there um 
yeah, Niles describing his own work about like, oh yeah, there's literary reference. I, I quote everything from the Bible to Herodotus. And then he says, I definitely interweave humour with pavos. That's a really weird thing to say about your own work. Like that isn't a specific thing. That's just like saying, "Oh yeah, right." I use lots of short sentences. Like it's yeah. just a really strange. I try to make it persuasive. Persuasive, <laughs> like you know, like we get that you're gonna do that. Like, does it? I don't know. It just doesn't quite make sense to me. Um. So yeah, um, I, I put that Fraser has a lot of menacing deliveries in this episode. I wonder if they were capitalizing on his cold because his voice is probably even lower of a register than normal mm. i'm really hung up on this cold thing so <laughs> um yeah i mean as much as we were just laughing about it i do like the dialogue in fraser's fraser's monologue there's a lot of yeah it's words. it's there is absolutely no real plot basis for it happening it, it, it's just a real <laughs> a real jump to get to this exact situation but yeah. it's good when you're there if you you suspend disbelief, except that this is a TV show. You, you just and you go along for the ride. It's it's great. It's it's quite likable. I just love the fact that I, like, he shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> this shouldn't be happening. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, he says some good stuff here. It's quite stirring. Um, yeah, you know, and, and I love actually how he sort of improvises when he turns around. And the guy's got the hat, and he's like, he wears many hats. He wears many hats. Like that's yeah. a really good. Like good for you. You know, working with it. Um, yeah, I said this right at the beginning. I really don't... We've we, we said it throughout. I really don't like the direction they go with Safford. They just mm. suddenly just decide to flip a coin and say, we're going to make this old man look like he's got dementia and he's crazy and here he is just going nuts, pretending he's a trade conductor. It makes no sense. He wasn't yeah. like this earlier. He was just eccentric. Now he is clearly medically inhibited. In but some way. also, I mean, what's with Fraser's little comment about, like, at the end when, when you know, Safford's going, oh, and the next stop is... And, and like... Fraser goes up to go, oh, I know where your next stop will be. I assume like, he means like a, 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 a hospital, like a. What the, he did, I mean, the guy is not, I don't think he's that bad that he needs to be like full time. Yeah, in a hospital. Is, he, no. Might, I, might want a, like a, a carer going to the house occasionally or something. But, think, you know, yeah, and he can certainly afford one. Um, yeah. yeah, a bit cynical. And, Fra- and Fraser just kind of like suddenly just c- completely cutting all ties with the Saffords there yeah. with that little <laughs> comment. Like, You've just been advocating for his entire quality of life. And now you're like, yeah, get away from me, old man. (laughs) It's just, yeah, I just, uh, yeah. Um, Niles and Frasier have their kind of little parlay in the court, like just the two of them, which I quite like because they both realise, you know, the other was right. Um, Also, they've been allowed to just hang around in a courtroom on their own. No one there. Yeah, just, mate, no one you, else leaves. You like. can role play the judge and bang the gavel anytime you want. That's that's normal. You didn't. You don't do this. Oh, I, I didn't realise. <laughs> <laughs> it's normal protocol, mate. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I like the fact that they're kind of you know having a, a, a resolution to the conflict. But uh, yeah, I, I don't care to hear Niles' talk, and I'm glad some of it's cut off. Um, you know, the opening quote is the opening Herodotus quote. It's got nothing to do with anything. I mean, it's, just, is, it's, it's just it's just a nothing quote. It's just like it, a right. famous aphorism. Like this doesn't have any bearing on the case, yeah. and it would circumstances rule men. Men do not rule circumstances. It's just like you know, we drink water to survive. <laughs> it's just like oh great, we're just we're just saying obvious things, are right. Um Yeah, I, I've got the oh yeah, a time is it. Niall says to Frasier um, that he sees, like, a, a, you know, adulthood or elderly adulthood, a time when one's childhood passions and fantasies can be reborn. Yeah. I like that. Um, I did like that. And that was my last bullet point of this episode because it kind of brings back the things we were saying earlier about Safford and seizing, you know, life by the lapels and, and going for it. So, yeah, quite enjoyed that. But 
generally speaking, not a huge fan of the way this episode ends and the kind of direction it goes. Um, on that note, it's not in my top ten. What were you just about to say? I was going to say, like, this just sort of disappoints me in mm. that you think it's a great opportunity. I mean, as much as I've just completely criticised it for not being in any way making real any any real sense. Um, it would have been cool to see a proper court case when they're on, or, or make just an argument where they were both really arguing against one another, a proper debate or something. Hmm. Um, maybe they could have done it, like rather than, than have a um, a capacity hearing, which for some reason is being televised. Um, we, you could, yeah. Have what had, the hell? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you shouldn't be I'm, on I mean, court TV. What's <laughs> What's, what's going on there? Um, but I feel, I mean, it would have been, I've actually, in, in a way, I'd have quite liked them to have had like a case study and they were doing a debate or something like that. Maybe it was televised in that sense rather than it being an actual court hearing. I, I just, I don't know. I, it would have been cool to see them advocating against one another, but we actually see very, very little of it. There's very little time in the courtroom. What there is doesn't make sense. And, I don't It just, there's not, I don't think this episode actually has that much going for it. It's not particularly emotional. Mm. Um, Martin doesn't come across great in this episode. He can be a little bit annoying. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's a particularly funny episode. It's not, I think, no, it's Alfred's not. The, the funny guy in it. And yeah. So I'm not really sure what it is, to be honest, as an episode. Um, like it's okay, but I, there's nothing really to propel it forward for me and yeah no I, I agree it doesn't quite yeah as we said it's not quite one of the great sibling episodes so if it's not that you know what what what's it going for um so but surprisingly in terms of my top 10 really <laughs> no, no no thank well, god for well that. short well short um who have you gone for actor pick you? oh i mean if I could give it to Safford, I would, to be honest. Mm. Um, but I, I, I can't. So I think it's got to be Frazier. I just don't think mm. anyone else really... Niles really isn't in it that much. And when he um, is, he's extremely grating. Yeah. Which I hate um, to say, because I love him. But and, and short of me just giving it to Daphne, because she goes, la, 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 very well. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that seems like it cheapens it act a little bit. So I think I've got to give it to Frazier. But yeah, it's, it's a fairly low bar, I think, for an actor pick this week. I, I've gone with Frazier. Um, ultimately, he's probably the most likable person this episode of the main cast. Um, yeah, he just he has a lot of interesting philosophies about life that I enjoy, um, even if he shouldn't be saying them in the courtroom like he is. Um, but yeah, I've gone for Frazier. I've gone for Frazier. Uh, Kenny Burlingkey, what would he make of this episode, please? And can you confirm or deny the rumours that he has a fireman's pole in his house? He has several. Okay. <laughs> does he that's... invite women round and make them use them? Because that's what I'm imagining he does. Um, I don't think I can comment on that. Uh... You've been to one of these soirees, haven't you? You've seen him on one of the balls. <laughs> oh yeah, Kennedy. That's honestly that's just how Kennedy gets around generally. You know? <laughs> yeah, there are no stairs. He just climbs <laughs> up the pole to get onto the next floor. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like survivor the fittest. Just to meet Kennedy, you have to show some kind of physical. Ability ability to climb a pole you've got to earn your place to see him yeah and it um, also means that you always end up like crawling on your hands and knees as you enter his room and he loves and he's just standing over you right. it's a power play it's yeah, a power yeah. Play. thank you Kate. no further explanations are needed all that remains for listener mail is to play whose crane is it anyway one word this week key antennae 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 
Oh, okay. I my, feel like this is too easy. Do you think? Mm. Um, my first thought is that it's going to be either um, Fraser or 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 Niles, and he'll be like, "Oh my, my psychiatric antennae is mm. um, like I don't know, maybe just picking up on something from the clients um, when when they're talking about you know, whether he has capacity or not. Um, I suppose theoretically, maybe like Martin." I mean, Martin, if he's talking about antenna, it's a very literal sense about the television. And but I don't, I don't remember him talking about because he's playing it. He's, he's not watching it live. He's watching it on a video, so it's, it's not. He's not relying on a signal or anyway, anything like that. So, um, what are you going to go with? I'm going to say that Frasier, and he's talking to Nas, he's like, oh, some, you must have picked up on your antennae, something that I didn't, something like mm. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Martin. Oh, no. And he says... <laughs> about the game? Well, the, the fight the was last night. It was on pay TV, but one of my police buddies has a pirate antenna. Sorry, the, it was oh. antenna, not antennae. Um, so he taped it, and they messaged, messaged it onto me in an envelope marked official business. Yeah, because... the. No corruption there at all. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> when you're in the police, mate, you're above the law, and you know this. You know that's how they operate. Um, that was sarcasm. If that's not abundantly clear, um, shall we hop over to listen to mail? Okay. Yeah, let's do it, mate. Raz, who's our next caller? Okay, so listen to mail this week. A few of you have written in, as always. Lovely to hear from you. Our first comment is Prez shares or Preche. Uh, not quite sure how that's pronounced. Mouth breather in the United States is an insult because it's telling someone they are so dumb they never learn to breathe through their nose. It's just another way of calling someone an idiot. A couple of people actually got in touch about this because um, we mentioned it being an insult in the UK, in the US, but not the UK. I kind of had, I guess, some inkling that might be what it was. So I did. Yeah. I always assumed it was about bad breath. Um, but yeah, great to have people clarify that. Um, it's quite a quite a good insult in a weird way. It's all right. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I wouldn't use it, but yeah, I I'd rather call it, someone uh, a wanker or something. <laughs> <laughs> it carries a bit big, more okay. weight. It carries a bit more weight. Um, next up, I think we've got Unconundrum, um, who says um, DHP did some great physical comedy throughout the series, but I landed on a fork. Is possibly my favourite. <laughs> top, top notch. Uh, Cam Winston says, "Boys, those poor people can't eat sugar. <laughs> Diabetes." You were talking about DVD collections and whatnot, and I have to admit, I do own around two hundred DVDs, including a few series in there as well. As well as Frasier, I have Friends and Suits. Although, as these two latter ones are on Netflix, they may be sold. I used to work in a video rental store when I was at university called United Video, where I got free movies and posters. There may have been the odd time I put Frasier on the store TV and played over the loudspeakers. And for this, I have no regrets i even still own three dvd players where my girlfriend helen bless her owns none this wounds me slightly uh this, this wounds me slightly sounds a lot like jerome belasco is that, is that does he say that or a very similar line no he said this this upsets me or this greatly upsets yeah. me um crane versus crane is fantastic and i love the storyline i do however feel this could have been a two-parter it would have been pure gold to see fraser and niles in court going toe-to-toe but alas that train left the station early bad effort to put in there donald o'connor who plays harlow safford was 78 in the fraser episode in a cruel twist of fate died in real life at the same age of 78 in 2003 he's he's also best known for his stage acts flips and somersaults while singing and performing the musical singing in the rain yeah, I thought he, he vaguely reminded me of someone familiar, and I couldn't work it out. It's Donald o the legend that was Donald O'Connor. Oh, I'm afraid. He, have you ever seen Singing in the Rain? No. He's phenomenal in Singing in the Rain. He's, he's in the proper the proper film, the classic. Yeah. yeah. 
And wow. he um if if you if you don't if you don't have time to watch the full film, just at least watch the scene um, May Come Laugh, in which okay. he does a, a singing and dance number, which involves, as as Cammy points out, a number of um flips and somersaults and stuff, which is just brilliant. Um really? yeah, Don O'Connor, genuine legend of Hollywood. So oh, man. Fair, fair play. I knew you'd know. I knew you'd know that, Kay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, peace. And as always, up the villa. Thank you, Hammy, indeed. Uh, next up, we've got Sydney Aspasket, who says, great, en- uh, great episode, gentlemen. DHP was more physical in this episode, but with delivery of lines, I'd have to pick Frasier for best actor, I think. Mm, here, here. Reclear 77 puts. I don't know why I said 77. We know who Reclear is here. I was just reading the username for Baden there. For DVDs and Blu-ray, I prefer physical copies. Frasier and many older sitcoms, for example, are far cheaper. When it comes to digital versions of Frasier, it clocks up over £200. Insane. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the most common place I see to rent things digitally is Amazon and their prices are insane. They are absolutely um, insane. It's, yeah. ter- it's, like, it's like 30 quid a season for most things. Yeah. And I think um, you technically, even if you buy it digitally from Amazon, you don't, there is a chance it could be taken away if they lose like the copyright rights or something yeah, like, like that. You, so, you don't own that at all. Um, yeah, you're just kind of so. lo- renting it from them. Um, it's really effed. Your mention of enough time in the episode brings to mind a question. Would you consider extending your podcast and episode time for finales? I wonder, does Reckley mean like our season recaps making them longer? I don't know. Um, uh, possibly. I mean, I mean, I'm not as anal about them running over if like they are, you know, because but the, the recaps are kind of self-contained, aren't they? So they end up, yeah. they're just I, done when they're done. I think we, we, we don't tend to like purposely try and keep our episodes to us, or at least I don't. Maybe, maybe you, you, you. Obviously, no, you, you we're do a lot in a, more in terms of structure than me. We're so. in a rhythm now. Like we yeah. basically, we, every episode it tends to be one minute ten to one minute twenty long. Yeah. Um. So you know, I just think it's a, a happy, happy yeah. rhythm. I think really. if it happened naturally, it'd be fine. But I don't think there's any like, I don't, I don't think it's in a anyone's best interest for us to sit here and go, okay, we want to try and do this two hours because. Yeah. we'll end up with a lot of filler um yeah and like the reviews and so, stuff like i feel like there wasn't a lot else i could have said about this episode to be honest i feel like we were you know we, we covered it pretty pretty well uh crane versus crane not a very memorable episode for me it had at least a few laughs sprinkled about some episodes stand on their two feet strongly this one falls to its knees it seems to take forever to get to the courtroom and even then it's over quickly i was expecting an intriguing court case where frazier and niles are locked in an exciting battle of words and wits it was anything but this i think probably in agreement there yeah. um though i would probably slightly stronger than me i wouldn't say it falls <laughs> to its knees but reckless very poetically put so i like that um yeah thank you uh, next up, we've got Miss Worcester22, who says, Love High Crane Drifter. Uh, the part that always gets me is the way Kelsey delivers, Sit down, Niles, after teaching <laughs> Mr. Harvey an etiquette lesson. So good. Um, physical media, I hope it never truly dies. I also keep CDs, DVDs, and vinyl. I make sure I have all of my favorite TV series on DVD. Uh, like yourself, I also have the Rainbow Box set. And whilst re watching the show for podcast purposes, I noticed an error. Head to season two, disc two. The first episode is The Candidate, as listed on the foldout. But the episode title printed on the disc is Adventures in Paradise Part One, whereas all the other discs have the correct first episode on the discs. Aliens? It could be. It could be. I've just just checked that, and that is spot on. Um, So great, great spot there. Um, quick question for you both. Imagine streaming services go down and you have to choose one show to have on DVD. What would that be? Um, mine would definitely be Better Call Saul, possibly my second favourite show of all time after Frasier. Also, a close runner-up being People Just Do Nothing. Um, seriously, give them a watch. They are brilliant. 
thank kindness and thanks run for your life wow so uh, it's, it's a tough one i think if, obviously not frazier we can't get yeah. frazier i think i'd probably say northern exposure the small town sitcom i've mentioned a few times obviously I'm in, I'm in the incredibly lucky position that I have a, a hard drive sent to us um, by a very great listener. Um, so I have that. Um, so if, if things do get tanked, I'll be okay. What about you, Key? What would you pick? I think I'd go for Only Fools and Horses. It's really? Got, it's a nice long run. Um, you have a nice blend of feature length episodes and, and you know, specials, half an hour episodes and stuff like that. So it's very cozy, isn't it? It is very cozy. Um, and it, it, yes, it's fairly long running, so it's not that I can only watch it for. I mean, what you don't want to do is pick a show that only has six episodes and then you, the streaming services are still down and you start looking at your watch going, oh, we'll show. Like, Maybe I'll watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> let's watch it again, you know. So, <laughs> a couple yeah, of times go, in one night. I'm going to go with Only Falls and Horses. Nice, nice. Um, thank you, Miss Worcester. Uh, Mischief Knight says, you both get, uh, you both just gave us all another etiquette lesson on how to deliver a quality podcast. MK, you dog. <laughs> if a public place was busy or rammed, we'd say a place is packed or slammed, and more so in terms of traffic or maybe airports and places can get jammed. Um, we use packed a lot over here. Yeah. Um, and I might is... say jammed. I probably wouldn't say slammed, but I might say, oh, it's, it's jammed. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd probably say packed as much as I say rammed, to be fair. But rammed is probably the one I use the most. Um, Martin gets to watch the flight, uh, the fight due to a pirated copy from his police buddy. Yet four episodes ago, in Word of the Wise Guy, Martin refuses to help Marius as he feels the law should be the same for everyone. I think this is a massive inconsistency with Martin's character. I mean, clearly, Martin doesn't regard copyright law as real law. So well, a lot of people good. don't, and I'm, I might be one of them. Oh, uh, well. No, I'm not really. Artists and creatives, you, kind of, you have to protect your own work. Um, am I saying I've never pirated a film in my life? No, I'm not saying that. Um, so uh, next up, we've got Gabby Doc. I think is this a new time comment? I think, I think I it think, is, and they've, yeah. they've sent us a very long comment, which we're grateful for, but we might have to abridge this. Uh, so, uh, hi, Will and Key. Um, I discovered they discovered the podcast about six weeks ago and have listened to every episode. I'm really quite impressed. Six that weeks, is every some real, real progress. Um, there. that means you're beating every single member of my family. So, well done. I'm really impressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've been a Frasier fan since childhood, and um, their parents used to let them watch it when it aired in the evenings. Um, mm. whereas for us, obviously, we tend to watch in the mornings, don't we? Um, yeah, so, yeah. poor school. Slightly different. Um, but they are from the UK that when they were in their teens, their family moved around. So their family moved abroad and they started collecting the DVDs because it reminded them of home. Um, and they felt it really did have the cozy feeling that you like to describe it as having. Oh, um, and even when they're at uni, their fr- friends would find it funny that they'd always come home and watch episodes of Frasier after a night out. I love that so much. And I did that as well. That is just <laughs> simpatico right there. Um, they only have um, one friend who re- also really loves the show, but their proudest achievement of lockdown was converting their boyfriend from a Frasier skeptic into a true Frasier fan. He was already familiar from watching in the mornings on Channel 4, but never really understood the appeal. However, during lockdown, um, we started watching it again and he quickly got drawn in. They've now seen all 11 seasons together, regularly quote the show and share ridiculous Frasier memes with one another. Um, she asks, Key, is Shannon still watching with you? Uh, Shannon is not watching it with me. Um, this morning she was listening to an audiobook while I was watching the episode, uh, except she feels that the audiobook goes apparently too slowly and so had it on twice the speed. I love that. I no, love don't that. love that. It was really throwing me off. It was really confusing. Ah, uh, you've got to do that. That's a that's a good brain there because you can get through <laughs> things twice as fast. I love that. So it's about enjoying it, not getting through as fast as you can. No, but if if so, if, if something's too slow, I'm I, I'm not enjoying it. So you know, <laughs> you gotta you gotta vibe it up. <laughs> 
but oh, now I'm um, yeah I'm I'm currently on my own thoroughly on my own the if she if if it's in the room and she's in the room she'll sit and watch it mm. but I, I don't think she's a, a diehard Frasier fan at this stage no as much fair. as it pain, pains me to say. Anyway, I just want to say thank you for making a truly excellent and cosy podcast that has been really comforting throughout the end of lockdown. Aside from the amazing writing and performances in Frasier, it's hard to explain why the show is so special to me. So it's really nice to hear other people who get it and capture it as well. Um, they'll say, uh, keep up the great work, guys, and please do send my regards to Mr. Burling. They'd say up the villa, but their boyfriend is a Derby County fan and she's worried that he might disown her. Well, a lot of bad blood there in recent years. Derby, um, they stayed up on the last day of the season, didn't they? So congratulations to Derby for, for staying in the championship. And Exactly. I, I don't know if the position remains that Wayne Rooney is going to stay in charge of Derby or if he's... I, I don't know. I mean, if I was a Derby County fan, I probably wouldn't want Wayne Rooney staying in charge given how they ended the season. No, but um, I don't think so. Best um, of luck to Derby for next year. Yeah, I've got nothing against Derby. Um, it was just luck of the draw. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you for that. Uh, Caitlin, uh, otherwise known as Hot House Orchid, put fantastic job as usual, gents. Here are my comments slash observations. The red plant is back and it's bigger this week. It's looking much more like what I remembered it to be. This is building on my comment from last week. I wonder how much time has passed for the plant to have flourished from being so teeny last time. So Side note, I felt a bit like Angela Kinsey writing this comment. As any fans of the Office Ladies podcast will be aware, Angela loves point- pointing out the different plants at front reception. I love that. I know this pokes a hole in the entire conceit of this episode of Frasier, but if Niles knew that Harlow could be lucid for long periods of time, why wouldn't he fire back at Frasier with that piece of info when they are arguing in Frasier's apartment? Would have saved a lot of embarrassment and maybe Niles would have been able to read his argument in front of the camera, but I know there wouldn't have been an episode if this had been the way things went down. Hmm. I, I I think there wouldn't have been an episode if the writers had put a bit more thought into actually how this, I'm just saying there's a lot of this that doesn't make sense Rawr. to me. Okay, 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 okay. Put those claw- kitty's got claws <laughs> to quote Gil. Um, no, nah, I love it. I love it. I love the passion. Thank you, Caitlin. Uh, we do actually have some others, people who message me uh, independently. I'm just going to go over to those. Um, actually, before I forget, um, I just want to give Seamus a shout out because I promised him a couple of weeks ago I would give him a shout out. Um, he's a big fan of the podcast. I think he's up, 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 he might not be up to date yet, but he is listening through. So, Seamus, if you are listening to this, thank you for listening listening to the podcast. Great to have you on board. Hope you hope you're still enjoying it. God bless you, Seamus. Um, someone called Dietitian and Donuts messed me and put, hey there, been listening to you, to you guys for the last couple of weeks, uh, catching up. It's my new favorite podcast and love the tangents and the new coffee show ambience. They must have just got to the point where I added the coffee thing in season two, which I've now taken away just because it, it got a little bit faffy. If people genuinely, people liked it, please let me know and I'll put it back in. I just don't know what the vibe is. Um, you know, if there's something that's missing that you'd like. I, I feel like I've gotten very lazy with the editing because, you know, it, it it's a lot. Um, um, just got to the slow tango episode of the pod today. So apologies if you've had this request already. What do you think about playing a clip of the character saying the line during whose crown is it anyway after he makes his guess? Again, this was requested and I did start doing it and then I stopped doing it because of like the extra work. This is me being lazy. If people want that back, maybe I can look into getting it back. Um, it's just me. I love that you say maybe I can look into it. So you have to get board approval or something. <laughs> like it's, it's I have on the, the board inside my head. There's a lot send, of people. Send it to the chairman of the board. <laughs> the chairman of the board. There's a lot of things going on in here. There's a whole conference about my behind my decision making. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Um, oh my god, how did I miss this? 
Hi there, Will. Long-time Fraser fan from nearby Great Worley. Take the Rooty Trent Valley train from New Street. Been enjoying your podcast for the past few months. I'd be really chuffed if you get this super long message. I'm trying to catch up as quickly as I can, but just notice that you've already got to probably my favourite episode, which is Look Before You Leap. I laugh every single time at Daphne's children pointing your fault. And of course, that ending. They're not going to like my comments <laughs> on that line. Although I got all the individual seasons on DVD a while back, I use Fraser to study Japanese with the DVDs I bought over there the last time I could go in Feb 2020. It's strange watching something so familiar in a different language, but I'm impressed by the performances and how they managed to tweak some jokes to make them work. The reason I fell behind on your podcast is because I got really into Seinfeld, which I'd never watched before. I've been stuck in the UK for well over a year now, unable to return to Japan, but a friend over there helped me get a hold of Japanese Seinfeld DVDs too, which have way more extra features than Frasier, um, etc. Um, have you guys ever listened to Seincast? It's full of really good trivia from each episode, and it's a firm recommendation to We're Listening fans. They wrapped up three years ago, but very recently they released another episode. If you get the chance, uh, give it a listen and watch along on all four. Um, it's been so nice to listen to you through lockdown. I haven't been able to do much or any much or see anyone, but your podcast has been like having a couple of mates over at your local. Um, oh no, sorry, as you're so local to them. Thanks for being a ray of sunshine through the Seattle rain, and I'll be tuning in every week for as long as I'm unable to travel, which taking Japan's snail's pace vaccinations into account could be somewhere around season eight, perhaps. Hopefully I'll get to give my boyfriend a hug again someday. All the best, Louise. Aww. Well, what a, a, a beautiful final line. Um, thank you so much, Louise. Sorry we couldn't read all of that out. I'm sure you'll understand. Um, but yeah, amazing to hear from you all. Uh, keep them coming. And um, yeah, next week, yeah. Key. I'll, I'll just, I'll say, I have listened to like an episode or two of Signcast, and I mean to listen to more. It, it, like the episode or two I, I liked. Market um, research, Key. Yeah. Market, market research. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I, I say I've never really, I've never properly watched Seinfeld because I've never really got past the first couple of seasons. But I've always liked what I've seen and I am yeah. committed to I know that probably the start of lockdown is when I should have been making these commitments but as, yeah I really missed as, the boat on the lockdown commitments everyone else is coming ready everyone else is ready to go outside I'm ready to commit to watching TV shows yeah, so. yeah we need another lockdown no we, def <laughs> we definitely don't I do not advocate for that um next week it's police story where Frasier Martin and is, Ma is Ma Marie no yeah, it's where we. Is it where we? Is it where we meet her in the bar? A very unfortunate triangle develops between yeah. Fraser Martin and a you know an attractive young cop. Um, so looking forward to looking forward to that. Uh, but any final comments, Kay? No, that's a, that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> I love asking you that. Just keep saying no. Um, other than that, I've been Will. I've been Kay. And thank you very much for listening to We're Listening. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling Tossed salads and scrambled eggs Oh my And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegs <laughs> But I don't know what to do With those tossed salads and scrambled eggs 